0: Preventing suicide is one of our society's most significant challenges. That's why the Flint Hills Volunteer Center has developed this Suicide Awareness PACT podcast. PACT stands for Prevention, Awareness, Compassion, Training. The Suicide Awareness PACT podcast will feature personal stories and professional perspectives. This series is partly funded by the Kansas Department for Aging and Disabilities Services, AmeriCorps Seniors, and the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Our mission is to touch hearts and provide hope amidst despair. Please follow us wherever you get your podcasts and share them with those you know that are seeking help and a positive outlook. Our website and contact information are included in the show notes. With our
1: podcast series, Lori Bishop, we are focusing on those that are in our military for one reason or another, or some of those who have, as in the case of today's interview. Uh, with those who are veterans who have served our country and are now continuing to to contribute to our community in one way or another, and and they obviously have needs and concerns.
2: Yeah, I'm excited with our guests today. Um, I met uh, Ashley Delahenty last week, um, and she is the VA's Community Engagement and Partnerships Coordinator, and I learned a little bit more about um, what she's doing here, and it's community-driven. So, Ashley, welcome, and tell us a little bit what, what you are doing with the VA.
3: Thank you. Um, thank you, first of all, for having me. I am very excited. Um I am part of Eastern Kansas VA Healthcare system which serves this community it serves Manhattan Junction City um, we do have our actual hospital facility in Topeka and part of my community engagement and partnerships coordinator role is um, establishing community adhe- community coalitions for um, suicide prevention. So the VA's approach to suicide prevention is not just a one, One shot approach. We have clinical interventions and we have community based interventions. Um, And so I am part of that community based intervention um, to try to build in strategic planning, um, implement strategies towards suicide prevention for not just veterans, but service members and their families um, we do have a number of different priority areas that we focus on with this. Um, but really what we're trying to do is um, meet veterans where they're at in the community. Um, veterans interact with us whether they work here, whether they play here, whether they live here in Riley County. And so we really want to make sure that we meet the community's needs and being able to serve the veterans here.
1: Let's talk a bit about those services with the VA. There's a lot.
3: There is. There is. There's a lot of services. And, you know, Eastern Kansas has a very robust uh, behavioral health and mental health program. Um, And and part of that is our suicide prevention team. We do have a suicide prevention coordinator who is a psychologist. And then we do have um, several suicide prevention Case managers or coordinators that assist with those that may be at high risk of suicide, or experiencing um, some some additional stressors that may make them high risk.
2: Yeah, and I like the fact that you're you're kind of community driven and you want to make more of an impact in, and 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 really hit those and I know we had been talking about um, like our soldiers getting the help at VA thinking it could be just for those older veterans and so how do you approach so that you target that younger military population sure
3: sure well I think part of it is is you know there's there needs to be a lot of education done um, you know education with not just the soldiers themselves as they come out, but also with the community on what the VA has to offer. Um, there also could be, you know, some increase in, in our ability to coordinate care transitions. So soldiers coming out of Fort Riley or even the Guard, you know, we don't want to neglect our Guard or, or Reservist members, um, being able for the community to help connect them, not just with the VA, But with resources even here that can serve them and making sure that our community resources have military cultural competence, are able to, um, you know, connect with them on some kind of a level, even if our community providers have aren't necessarily veterans or haven't necessarily served. So um, we want to make sure that we're providing that education. We want to make sure that there is no wrong door to to our VA healthcare system at Eastern Kansas. You know, we we welcome we welcome our community partners in, in joining us in this fight for suicide prevention. And we want them to be they we want them to, to join with us. So do,
2: do you find any challenges um, trying to get this established into a community?
3: So, I'll be real honest. I've only been doing this a couple of months. Um, In in my former roles, I've been with the VA for about 12 years now. And in my former roles, um, I have taken a much more clinical approach. I've been a homeless social worker, worked with the homeless population here in Manhattan and Junction City and Riley County. Um, I've also worked with veterans who have serious mental illness. Um, I've also worked with transitioning veterans out of Fort Riley into the VA healthcare system. So, Currently, my my experience in all of those areas of the V, I think, have served me well because now I'm ready to really look at this as this problem. And I I say that, you know, kind of differently, but you know, suicide prevention is a is a problem. It is, or suicide is a problem. Excuse me, and and prevention methods need to be expanded upon. Education in the community needs to be expanded on. Working together needs to be expanded on. And so all of this clinical work that I've had in the past, I think, really sets me up to be ready and to be in this community and be able to speak not just for the VA, but to kind of look at all of these different facets and areas that may affect our transitioning service members or or our veterans to be able to help the community meet their needs wherever they're at. Whether they're coming into a primary care doctor's office, whether they're coming into a behavioral health center, whether they're coming into the grocery store or they're jumping on the Atta bus or, or whatever, you know, this community has a, an enormous amount of resources. And I've lived in Manhattan for a long time now, and I feel like I want to be part of that change and I want to be part of the solution to this. So I'm really excited about this work, even though I've only been doing it a couple of months.
1: Can you give us some specifics through the VA, what you can do to help those with uh, suicidal concerns?
3: Sure. I mean, of course, we want people to come to the VA if, if, if they can. Um, we certainly want to be able to serve our veterans. But at the same time, if for whatever reason um, a veteran is not comfortable coming to the VA or they can't come to the VA, dialing the 988 number... Pressing one will get them to the Veterans Crisis Line. Um, also, you know, just just going into any you know, hospital, any kind of um, emergency services, if if they are needing emergency services, emergency care for suicidal thoughts, we want them to get help wherever they are. And and then they can be connected to the VA and they can get services through the VA.
2: Do you feel like there's an added stress to them to try to figure out how do I, who do I talk to? How do I get in here? I know it's a challenge for me and my sister when we had to work all this out uh, for my dad's and stuff, and it was like, well, we don't know where to begin, you know. And so, for a family member with that, do you see anything like that of, of, of struggles, like, well, where, who do I call? Where do I go? How do I get the help? Do you see any of that?
3: I think, <laughs> I think the VA is a large system, and I and I do think that it can be difficult for folks to navigate it. It is the largest healthcare system in the United States, but that doesn't mean that it's it's. There are pros and cons to that, right? So even though it is a very large system, it also has a lot of resources and, and you know, the no wrong door approach. So whether that's literally just calling our Topeka VA Center um, our v- Topeka VA Hospital, whether that's dialing 988 and being routed through the crisis line, even, even if that wasn't a crisis, they would get you situated to the right folks or to the right people. Um, you know, we have a homeless hotline. We have um, Junction City has their very own outpatient clinic for services. You know, walk-in, call. I mean, there you have to kind of start somewhere, right? And so from there, you know, the hope would be is that you would be able to get connected to the right people who could help you navigate through the VA system. But yeah, That's why is, I think
2: what yeah. you're doing, the community engagement, I think will help offset some of that.
3: Right right. Our care transition piece is, is huge. So care transitions, ensuring that people are able to um, connect with the VA, but also whether that's care transitions between the hospital and the community mental health center or care transitions between you know providers, like we want to make sure that people are, are getting the help that they need wherever they are and however they need it. Um, so care transitions is actually one of the priority
2: areas that um, my, my role really encompasses. Do you have any statistics that you could share with us as far as, uh, you know, suicide rates, anything like that?
3: Sure. You know, um, it it is unfortunate that, you know, we have to sometimes talk in numbers because numbers are lives and and, and we don't take that lightly. Um, One thing that I feel like is, is pretty impactful is, you know, every person that dies by suicide, they estimate there's 135 people who are affected by that. So one person affects 135 people Um, in just some of my own personal, you know, this is a personal piece, but you know, I've had four social work colleagues die by suicide. And I've been a social worker for about 15 years, not quite 20 years yet. Um, But you know, I think that that also speaks to the piece of like, no one is immune to this. Even people who know how to get help, or know what they should do, don't Always or not are always able to do that for whatever reason, and so I think that that's that's really important. Um, you know, veteran suicide rates in Kansas. Um, there's a the 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 veterans who die by suicide in Kansas are more likely to die by. Uh, by use of a firearm.
2: Right, right.
3: And so lethal means is is really, really important. Lethal means education, um, understanding, um, you know, safety planning is surrounding lethal means. Um, about 81% of veteran suicides in Kansas are by firearm, which is above actually the national average.
2: Yeah, and we uh, I I'm really proud with the our Flint Hills Volunteer Center partnering with you. Um, and, and and with your help we'll get some gun locks and so we are going to start helping out providing those and uh, and doing a little bit of education and, and so the collaboration uh, with you I'm, I'm looking forward to it I think between everyone doing something we're gonna make a difference
3: yeah and, and that's really you know where where I am hel- I'm hoping that I am able to make an impact you know there there's there's like I said a lot of great resources in Manhattan there's a lot of things happening in this community um, and and you know I want to add to that. I want to add to that. I want to provide focus and structure in whatever ways that we can. You know, suicide is 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 preventable. It is preventable, and so um, you know, everyone working together towards this common goal is really is is really where we're at.
2: Yeah, and that's that's kind of where we began with this. Is is the education and and the community resources and and collaborations and partnerships. Uh, we're all like on the same page, and I think that's going to. Uh, be a big help, uh, with us moving forward.
1: So Ashley, what are your biggest obstacles?
3: Well, I think some of the obstacles are unique to this community. Um, You know, what's happening in Manhattan, Kansas and Riley County and, you know, even adjoining Geary County, Pottawatomie County is not the same as what's happening in Wichita, Kansas, Topeka, Kansas, New York City, for example. Um, You know, so so we really need to look at what is the community identifying as the needs of 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 what's happening here and then and then look at those both opportunities and weaknesses and, and things that we can build upon, strengths as well, of course, um, to try to combat whatever obstacles come in our way. Um, I do think that stigma plays a role in, in, in gaining help and uh, access to services. Stigma is a role. I, I think that, um, you know, being able to have... Like, the dream would be to have, like, this one-stop shop for everything mental health or suicide prevention related. But there's just so much ground to cover. You know, there's there's not a one-size-fits-all approach for an individual, and there's not a one-size-fits-all approach for a community either. And so we really need to be thinking about what is our strategies and how can we maximize impact to this community, Manhattan, Kansas, Riley County, Kansas, you know, how can we maximize our strategies here? Um, And I do think that the Flint Hills Wellness Coalition did a great job, you know, a couple weeks ago, they did a mental health needs assessment. And there was a a really large response to that. Um, I was part of that. And I I fielded the table about suicide prevention and, and what's going on in the community. And that... I really feel like that that is a that is a strong approach for this area. That is not something that's common in other places that the community is being brought together, you know, consumers of mental health, you know, agencies, community organizations, people who are just Interested in mental health, suicide prevention, um, and building a stronger community, and 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 I feel like that that was like the first step in a, in a really good direction for for everyone, and it's going to benefit this entire community and the people who,
2: yeah. who are here. And I think those of us that are working with this uh, particular model of, of suicide awareness, um, because that also includes several things that in, that includes the the bullying, the stigma, um, you know, it, in, it involves your retired veterans, um, agriculture. I see statistics are going up for those in the agriculture field. And so we, we when we started this podcast, we we're inviting people from all those different facets. I think we even had some teenagers on and we're working to get this education into the schools and stuff. And so I think by everybody now collaboratively working and, and talking, we took a little bit different in, uh, approach to this because we wanted the conversation starter. You know, we wanted everybody to come on the podcast and and hear from other people, um, and so it gets a conversation going. But then we give them opportunities for resources and and that kind of thing. And and I know with us, we're, um, we're we're training ambassadors now, and so those ambassadors go through a training and now can go out and provide this training to businesses, organizations, churches, you know, whatever. So I think everybody collectively working is going to help make a difference. If we can make a difference in one life, it you know, just one, one life is totally worth what everybody's doing.
3: That's right. That's right. And and you know I think with everybody taking that approach of, you know, anyone can be a gatekeeper. Anyone can ask the question, you know, are you having thoughts of killing yourself? And being that direct is important. It's really important to ask that question point blank. um, Because people sometimes are afraid to ask for help. and, and, And really pointedly asking the question if people are seeing signs that, that that just allows the person to talk, to breathe, and then any person, any citizen, can then help them get connected to resources and help. And so, I I, I think that that is huge, what the PACT program is doing, mm-hmm. is you're training folks to be the gatekeepers, right. the ambassadors. Yeah. I love that word, ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it's true, because the, the more that this this is spread, the more awareness that is coming out of this, the better off we're all going to be, mentally emotionally connected wise within our community mm-hmm. and so it, it it really is important and I and I am so so excited and thankful to have connected with you guys in this yeah. this this packed journey yeah basically. I'm excited to have
2: you yeah. uh come on board is there any final thing you'd like any uh, anything you'd like to comment on
3: Um, I, I I really just think, you know, everyone has a role to play in suicide prevention and, and, you know, asking to asking for help, reaching out is a sign of strength. It is absolutely a sign of strength. Um, and you know, suicide is preventable. It's preventable in so many ways and so many avenues. And of course, you know, if you're a veteran, the VA is there for you. Um, please don't be afraid to reach out, you know, 988 Press one. That's probably the best thing that's happened to, to mental health and suicide prevention. Nine eight eight. Press one for for veterans, but anyone can call the nine eight eight number. Mm-hmm. And I and I just want to encourage those to use it because it is there, and it saves lives. It really does saves lives.
2: Well, thank you for joining us today. And uh, we, like I said, we're looking forward to our partnership.
3: Yeah. Thank you.
0: We hope you or someone you love will benefit from this series. If you need help reach out to the many resources that are available and those that are listed in the show notes. The Flint Hills Volunteer Center's Suicide Awareness Packed Podcast Series is partly funded by the Kansas Department for Aging and Disabilities Services, AmeriCorps Seniors, and the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts and share them with those you know that are seeking help and hope.